Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're starting our Buffy the Vampire series once more with feeling. We are going to go through the whole seasons of Buffy, episode by episode, counting down and rating and, well of course last week we did the uh, the movie, but now we're going to do the series. Yes, yeah, so I am a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Um, I have rewatched this show multiple times, but my husband here has never really been that interested in. No, watching I it. haven't. No, I've, I've, <laughs> but I, I have seen Buffy. I know Buffy. I, I know where it all goes. I know the characters, but I've never sat down and watched episode by episode. And for some god awful reason, we decided to do Buffy the Vampire well, series podcast. Well, I figured it's the only way I'm ever going to get you to actually watch this series. <laughs> and um, I think it's working. <laughs> yes. Um, and so today's episode, pilot episode, welcome to the Hellmouth. Uh, this is episode one of season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And Jared will do the synopsis of the first episode. All right. So let's get the synopsis out of the way. The series premiere begins at Sunnydale High School, where a boy breaks into the school during the night with a seemingly reluctant Dala, who reveals herself to be a vampire and bites him. Buffy Summers has a nightmare in the morning of her first day at school. Her mother, Joyce, drives her to the school and encourages her to think positive. Inside the building, the principal tells her she will start with a clean slate but reconsiders after realising that Buffy burned down her previous school's gym. Buffy exits the office and bumps into a male student, spilling the contents of a handbag on the floor. Xander Harris sees this and helps Buffy repack, mainly to introduce himself to her. In history class, Buffy is helped by a popular girl Cordelia Chase, but is horrified when Cordelia humiliates an awkward Willow Rosenberg at the water fountain. Inside the library, Rupert Giles places a book titled Vampire in front of Buffy after recognising who she is. A stunned Buffy makes a hasty exit. Buffy, Willow, Jesse and Xander meet during a break. Cordelia appears and tells Buffy that the gym is cancelled due to the extreme dead guy in one of the students' gym locker. Buffy asks whether there were marks on the body, freaking out Cordelia. Buffy forces her way into the locker room, examines the body and finds the characteristic puncher wounds of a vampire on the neck. Buffy returns to the library and confronts Giles, who informs her that he is her watcher. Buffy refuses to accept her calling as a slayer since they had gotten her kicked out of her previous school and robbed her of her social life. After they leave the library, Xander emerges from behind the shelves, having overheard the strange conversation. That night, en route to her first visit to the bronze, Buffy meets a mysterious stranger who warns her that she is living on a hellmouth that is about to open and that the harvest is coming. In the bronze, Buffy meets Willow and encourages her to seize the moment. Giles tells her she needs to learn to hone her skills as she should be able to sense vampires anywhere. Buffy uses her fashion sense to pick out a vampire in a club and is alarmed to see Willow leave with him. While Buffy looks for Willow, Jessie is seen chatting up Darla. Buffy is stopped by Xander, whom she convinces to help search for Willow. Meanwhile, under the streets of Sunnydale, the master, an ancient and powerful vampire king, is woken by lesser vampires from a long sleep to prepare for the harvest. He sends Luke to fetch young blood. Willow's new acquaintance takes her to a crypt in the cemetery, where they are joined by Dala and Jesse. Buffy and Xander arrive. Buffy kills Willow's vampire. Xander and Willow help the weakened Jesse and flee. 
Luke surprises Buffy from behind, throws her in a stone coffin, and is about to move him for the kill. To be, to be continued. continued. Okay. So, Eddie, what do we say about this episode? Well, there is a lot going on in this episode. There is right off the bat, you get the you you know what this show is gonna be like. It it you know, with the Dala who is uh Julie Benz and Probably more well known for playing Dexter's wife in the well, TV show ha- Dexter. You, well, that's what you know her as, but most people know her as Dala. Really? <laughs> yes. She's still remembered as being Dala. Yeah, well, um, yes. Yeah. I'm guessing she's a pretty important character in this series then, is she? Um, probably not. In the, she's probably more important in Angel. Right. Oh, okay. So, a long way to go then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, straight off the bat, you know, they subvert your expectations with the, you know, the little blonde girl that you think is in trouble. Yeah, well, they do that thing where the girl hears something. Oh, what's that noise? And he's like, uh, and the guy's like, oh, no, it's probably nothing. And she's like, oh, good. <laughs> you know, sinks yeah. her teeth into his neck. So, yeah. So, right off, yeah, pretty much subverting your expectations right off the bat. Um, oh, and the guy, the guy was, uh, was yeah, in CSI, New, CSI York, New York, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll the find- guy. He has a name though. He's not called the guy. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the actor's name is. You could look him up. But yeah, that that sort of gives you, it lets you know what this series is going to be like. Following on from the movie, she does have the prophetic dreams. Um, that's probably the only thing really that follows on from from the movie. Um. Oh the, yeah, she the, had the dreams. The origin- does that continue on? Does that continue on in the series? The dreams? Yes. Uh-huh. Um uh, yeah, so in the original script that Joss Whedon wrote for the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, she burns down the gym to kill all the vampires at the dance. So it's it's a it's a soft nod to that in this episode. Well well she doesn't do it in, well yeah. So it's so it pretty much rules out the movie as being canon by the fact that she burnt down the gym because she doesn't do that in the movie. Um, yeah, so in this, there is also a lot of exposition, like a lot, and a lot of meeting characters. You meet Xander, you meet uh, Principal Flutie, you meet Cordelia, um, you meet Willow, you meet Jesse, and you meet Giles. You also notice Buffy decides to not be a Cordelia. Like she makes you see her make the decision not to be like Cordelia anymore. Yeah. Oh, I just found the name of that guy uh, from CSI, and I'm going to butcher his name here. Carmine Giovanna Giovannazzo. I found it. <laughs> okay. Um. You know. Um. This is also the episode that you learn that the Hellmouth is under the school. So is that a is that a common thing that comes up throughout the series? The it Hellmouth comes up constantly because every every demon's trying to open the Hellmouth. So, w- <laughs> what do we do? I ask what the Hellmouth is, or do I find out? Do I uh, should it, I it just, wait? Is that a bit of a spoiler? Well, no. Well, the Hellmouth it just generally draw draws uh, evil beings to to Sunnydale. It just means that there's a lot more of an evil presence in Sunnydale than the rest of the world, so to speak. It's not your typical. 
small town. Right. Um, you know, we meet the mystery man, David Boreanaz. But, yes, but, I wonder who he is. But we have no idea who he is yet. He we don't even know he's a vampire yet, do yeah. we? No, he's no, just... no, you don't know that. Don't spoil people. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. I did actually listen to a podcast where they did no spoilers. People hadn't actually, like, hadn't actually watched the show. Right, okay. Um, and some people were actually surprised to learn that he was a vampire. Right, okay. Wow, yeah. they really knew nothing. Okay. They knew nothing. I was right. like, I don't know how that was possible, but, you know, he had his own show. You know, um, yeah, so we also get, you know, our set pieces, and the bronze is a major set piece for this show. So, yeah, so the bronze appears a lot in um, the show. It's pretty much where they advertise all the bands. <laughs> it's how they get their Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, soundtrack okay. off the ground. Yeah, so, you know, and I think they're on the CW, so it's one of those, like, charmed when they bought in the pit, like the, I was about to say the peach pit after dark, um, P3. The what? Sorry, to say that again. So Peach Pit After Dark, Dark it was from 90210, and it was so that they could play bands and stuff on the show. Okay, yeah, no. No yeah. idea what that was. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so, and then, yeah, Charm did it with P3 where they could just, so that they could have bands play on the show. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. The, this little club in Sunnydale, like what bands that they could get playing, mm-hmm. at, you know, this little crappy town. So, this little dive bar pretty much. Yeah, and so we've got the school which is that Torrens High School, which is in every single high school-based TV series ever. Well, it's the same school they use for, for all TV shows, is it? Oh, it's it's, pre- it's used for a lot of like, – oh, so okay. it's used for 90210. Oh, really? Yeah. There, oh, okay. there was, yeah, heaps and heaps of uh, shows that have used that school. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, you you will occasionally see it popping up. I have to remember that now. Okay, so Jared, what were your first impressions of the show? Um, well, as I said, I'm not a huge fan, and um, well, where do I start? I I I kind of feel that moments where Buffy and Willow were talking, and Willow's just sort of rambling on. I'm like, oh my god, I've got a lot more episodes to go. I'm, I I think I felt like Donald Sutherland right then and there. That yeah, you, know, you just didn't want to be here. Like, oh my god, <laughs> this is going to be a long podcast. So uh, yeah, there was that. I mean, it wasn't. I didn't hate it, you know. Uh, but it, yeah, <laughs> that was the one that made me think, oh fuck, why did I pick this? Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, why have you never watched it? Uh, I think I just find it really cheesy. To be honest, I know it's kind of meant to be cheesy, but I, I just. Oh, just a bit of a cringe factor with it sometimes when I watched it. Maybe it gets a little better later later on. I think I think that's one of those things where you just made your mind up. You're not going to watch it. You're just not going to watch it, and you're just not going to enjoy it. <laughs> and I think I'm in that stubborn mind. I'm just sitting there with arms crossed. I got to watch Buffy. <laughs> but I don't know. As I think you kind of said this was the first season's a bit a bit of a tough draw. It is it like the first season is very tough to get through and it's it is trying to find itself. 
So it is, you know, Monster of the Week episodes. Um, and, you know, there are some really, really, really cheesy, cheesy episodes in the first season. Definitely. Yep. It's definitely going to be. <laughs> I have a feeling I've got my work cut out for me. For I think you have, season. Eddie. Uh, can you but, convince me this is the greatest show ever? But let's just say midway through season two, it gets much, much better. Right. Okay. It does get better. All right. Well, we've done one episode. <laughs> Feels like a marathon. <laughs> well, look, the whole, met- what do you call it? The metaphor for this show is high school is hell. And it's a little obvious. So <laughs> um, that's what we're working with here. Anyway, I have a series of questions that I'm going to ask you. So is this going to be the same questions you're going to ask me each week? Yes. Okay. All right. So maybe I should have taken notes or something. <laughs> yes, maybe you should have. <laughs> so uh, which character was your favorite? Oh, um, oh I like that Luke guy. Um, and <laughs> the big brutish guy from the X-Files. Yeah, yeah. That guy that, that guy's in everything. Uh, he always plays a villain quite well. And, yeah. Um, He's got that unforgettable face on him too. When you see that guy, you're like, oh, that's that guy, Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> of course, his name isn't Shao Kahn. It's Brian Thompson. <laughs> Not quite Shao Kahn. <laughs> Probably was in the Terminator. Okay. As a punk. Okay. <laughs> that's what he's cast as, as a punk. Uh, yeah, obviously the the um, the hitman from. Or the body? Oh, was he a hitman or a bounty hunter sort of what creature guy from X Files? A uh, super alien so- bounty hunter I, I is what he's he was, cast as. I thought as, he was so. yeah, a super soldier. Alien bounty hunter. Alien that, bounty hunter. That's what All they've right. cast him as. Oh yeah, he goes around stabbing people in the back of the neck. Oh, he did a voice in Soldier of Fortune, the video game. Soldier of Fortune One, that is. Did he do Soldier of Fortune Two? No, it doesn't look like it. So you found him to be a bit of a menacing character in this, or? Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny. You have the villain who's just kind of standing there pontificating everything, but he's actually getting his hands dirty and running around and, and you know, beating the shit out of women. Or Slayers, to be, uh, to be precise. But, uh, yeah, he... Okay. Um, which character are you hating? Oh, God, this is such an easy question. Willow. Oh, my God. I can't stand Willow. It, it's probably the one thing that put me off watching the show was her fumbling and mumbling and insecurity. is like, oh, well, my God. I just, I just can't stand that character trope in TV shows or movies. I just, I find it annoying. It's like, oh, you're the nervous, awkward person who talks too much and then rambles on. And as I, as I said before, that moment when her and Buffy are in the club and she's rambling on, I just, that's uh, that. Epiphany moment, I'm like, my God, what have I put myself into? <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes all of our listeners. Yeah. Even though we probably don't have that many listeners, they all just left. Yeah. All, all, they all just, all they, all ju- they all just stopped listening. We got two listeners? <laughs> all of our listeners just went, well, that's, that's it. No, not dealing with this. They're just, he's, he's wrong and I'm going to unsubscribe and... Not not listen to this podcast anymore. Um, yeah, Willow is one of my favourites. As you know, we have a dog named Willow, by the way. <laughs> yes. Where is she? 
as she is actually my, my, like my favorite character. Um, what was the most memorable fight scene? Uh, I guess the fight scene between Buffy and and uh, Luke in the crypt. Okay, yeah, was probably the most memorable. I guess. Yeah, uh, I know wasn't that fantastic, I'm- but it's the one I remember the. Uh, the most, I think. Yeah, I actually like the one between Buffy and Angel, where she's like doing the handstand in the, in the alleyway. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. showing off her gymnastics. Yes. Does she do that a lot? No, I don't think you see her. That's do that yeah, that ever again. You never see her do that ever I, again. Because I was, that was almost a bit of a play on the film as well, because she was doing a lot of gymnastics in that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah she's doing a bit of you know, the backflips and stuff. Yeah. Um, who steals the episode? Oh, it's got to be uh, Luke. Uh, Brian Johnson, was it? Thompson. Brian Thompson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think the lore of this, of with the vampires in this, is that the older the vampire is, the they have they they keep their bumpy face. Oh yeah, he had his bumpy face the whole time. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, actually, I didn't notice that because he's got such an ugly mug. He did. <laughs> he's got such a a weird looking face. It is, it is oh, he's weird. got makeup on. It is weird. Like he also didn't have that that thing. Like a lot of the vampires struggle to talk through the vampire teeth, so they very you hear them lisp quite quite a lot. Mm. Um, but yeah, he didn't have any issues because I don't think he. He just has that low grumble. Who yeah, you can't really notice it, yeah. He doesn't really use – or he has big teeth to begin with. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't really notice it. Um, all right. Uh, what was your favourite scene? Oh, I guess the opening scene was, was uh, probably my favourite scene, the, uh, the, the subverting your expectations, the, yeah, the guy not being the perpetrator and the, the woman being the perpetrator. And that, yeah. that got me a little bit. Or well, normally the both the cu- the couple. Gets well, yeah, or the cu- both the couple get yeah, killed yeah, by the, something. Yeah, the couple yeah. gets killed by something. But you'd never suspect the girl was going to be the, the, the you know the, the perpetrator. Yeah, the monster. The monster. Uh, least favorite scene. I guess it's that same one again. Buffy and Willow. Uh, what seize the, the day? Yeah, seize the day. <laughs> seize the yes. day. Yes. And and when I talk to boys and I I babble and I I can't get words out <laughs> and then it turns into soup. And I think guys like 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 girls who can talk. All right, okay. I know we're doing a podcast, but if we're doing a video, you could see me rolling my eyes right now. I just, I I just don't get it. I I don't I don't I don't find the appeal. I don't find it funny. I just I just sit there and roll my eyes. I'm like, oh, oh, just shut up. She's so <laughs> sweet though. I was uh, of course she's sweet, but I just don't want that character in a show. All right, I just, I just can't stand it. You know, people aren't like that. <laughs> okay. Ugh. All right. Um, and what would have been your favorite quote? Uh, my favorite quotes. Uh, oh, mm. My favorite quote would probably have to be the Cordelia extreme dead guy in the locker room. <laughs> in the locker. Yeah. Oh, in the locker. Yeah. Because it was an ex- extreme dead guy. As opposed to a, a regular dead guy. <laughs> actually. Because you can handle those, but extreme actually, dead, dead guy, I'm out of here. <laughs> Actually, my favourite quote is also a Cordelia one, and it's when Buffy goes like attacks her in the bronze, and she's just like, "Ah, what's your childhood trauma? <laughs> <laughs> ah, what's your childhood trauma? I can't quite do it with the that sneering Cordelia voice." 
Yeah, she's very sneering in this, isn't she? Mm, yeah, she's very... I actually like Cordelia more than Buffy. Can I say that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Cordelia um, is also a fan favourite. She's, yeah. Like, they play her out to be the the bully, the bad... Um, mm. What do you call it? The The mean girl. So she's the mean girl in the first season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she does get she is one of actually she's one of the characters that has the most amazing character development in the entire series. Well, she starts off really vain and full of herself, but then it becomes a basically a completely different character in the end. I'm guessing. Oh, uh, she she becomes like Buffy, where she kind of learns that there's a bit more to life um, than clothing. <laughs> <laughs> clothing and shopping. Okay, and now what do you rate this episode out of 10? And it's got to be something from within the episode. Uh, okay, so we haven't really picked anything yet. So I guess maybe stakes probably seem fitting, uh, okay. a fitting, yeah, fitting yeah. number to do. Uh, so out of stakes, out of 10 stakes, are we saying out of yep. 10 stakes? Out of 10, yep. Okay, so I would rate it, ooh, I guess I would give it a 3, a 3 <laughs> out, of, out of 10. I'm pretty harsh judge here. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I know where this heads. I think I've got a bit of nostalgia also on my side here. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. um, I would probably go six tiny little fences. Tiny little teeny, fences. Teeny tiny little fences. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, a line that Xander says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, the no. the pilot, the first episode. Yeah. So, th- well, there is also an unaired pilot. Oh, oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, okay. And there's a different actress that plays. Oh, who was it? I have no idea, <laughs> but she's she's like, she's like slightly chubby. Oh, okay. Oh right. yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Got to get rid of that. Oh yeah, can't God, have that. God no. forbid she's not a size zero. Mm, yes, heaven forbid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's cue it up. Oh, that's not the cue button. <laughs> <laughs> I changed it. I changed it. It was this one. Okay. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. Yes, it does. So we are nerd subculture. <laughs> are we nerd subculture? That's who we are. Like, subscribe, smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Uh, what else do you do? Uh, you Share. Leave, you leave a you leave a review. A review. But a only comment. only leave a good one. Only good reviews, no bad reviews. Only leave good reviews. Yeah. A Patreon? Haven't got a Patreon. I don't know. Give us money anyway. Take care. See ya. Bye. Grr.